Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. Be sure to check out the booklet, Cost of Revival, by Rob Linstead. This booklet shows that if God would send revival when Elijah stood completely alone, he can use you. Cost of Revival by Rob Linstead is available right now for a gift of only $5 or more. Order your copy by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. One of the real disadvantages of modern electronic communication is the lack of ability to see and interact with those on the other end, you. In this life, I will most likely never meet you and never get to know you. A real joy of face-to-face -face meeting between those who know and love the Savior is to hear the story of how we came to know Jesus as Savior. Each of us has a different story, and some of the stories are very interesting. With that in mind, I thought I would at least let you know some of my story. By now, I hope we've been together for these podcasts for a moderate period of time, perhaps even months. My intention in these next few minutes is not to lift myself up as some great one, but to hope to let you know that someone as ordinary as I am, and most likely as you are, can serve the Lord. So, here goes. I really don't remember it that well, but I was born at a very early age. The doctor really wanted to spank my mother, but fortunately for her, did not. Back in those days, there was no such thing as 40 or 50 gender choices. The doctor took a quick look and had no trouble determining I was a male baby. One of my earliest memories was eating a sloppy, perfectly ripe, homegrown tomato in the backyard with my grandfather. It was about the time I fell out of my stroller. No seat belts and safety measures in those days, and that was the end of my two front teeth for a moderately long time to come. I seem to have been prone to several experiences that were not positive, including accidentally injuring one eye, resulting some years later in being rejected from military service. That may have been a blessing. Many of those in my high school class went to war in Vietnam. Not all of them came back. My family moved when I was four years old, but fortunately I was able to find them. Another early memory was from the first home where I have a clear memory of kneeling beside my mother at her bed. I want to believe that in my young mind I asked Jesus to save me then. Maybe I had been bad, and the impression was made that I needed Jesus to forgive me, but I'm not sure. It was later, when I was about 12 years old, I went to Shadow Brook Summer Camp near Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. The plan of salvation was clearly presented, and I have no question that I made sure of being forgiven of my sins then. My cabin counselor, Mr. Hugh, and I spoke later, and when I went home, I was sure. 
I had been born again. It didn't take long in my elementary school experience to be involved in music, which has been a large portion of my life to this day. Voice and French horn dominated my interest through school and beyond. Many doors were opened, as in those days, society wasn't as welcoming to anything-goes musicians who didn't bother prepare, but just let it fly, like so many do today. By the time we were in seventh grade, there were enough of us that had gotten to that age at the same time in the church I attended that a very wise guest summer vacation Bible school asked our pastor to give us a variety of jobs to keep us involved and not drift away into the world. One of the girls became a registrar. One of the guys led the games in recess sports. A few of the girls were assigned to prepare refreshments. I was asked to lead the singing really? For most of the years since, I've had the privilege of being a choir director and church song leader, and I never forget to be thankful for that VBS teacher and my pastor for the nudge when I was 13 years old. Someone, somewhere, made an impression in my mind, even at that early age, that I should be thinking about and praying for my future bride and what qualities I would want in her. In other words, don't settle for pot luck. Every fellow wants to think his special girl is pretty. So that was a no-brainer on the list. But higher on that list was that she aimed to accept God's best for her life, to serve him and live for him. She would have to be a musician, pianist specifically, since I knew the Lord was going to involve me in musical ministry. A dependable pianist is a requirement. Other items on the list are not as important other than to say, the Lord is good. Jody met my list and exceeded it, and we have served the Lord in various ways from nearly the day we met. One of the points I really want to make on today's podcast is this. You cannot possibly know what the Lord's plans for your life are before they unfold. We think we have ideas, but if they aren't what the Lord wants for your life, do not expect blessing. For instance, many people think I'm joking when I tell them what I was preparing to do while I was in college. But it's the truth. I planned to be an undertaker. But the Lord closed the lid on that idea when the school I would have attended for the actual practical aspect of study closed on the day I would have enrolled. I think that's called a subtle hint. It's just as well. It's a dying business. Oh, my. Not being ready for the expense of either of the other two next nearest schools I got what was just to be a summer job, but it lasted for a few years. By the time Jody had really become important in my life, through her, I met a guy who worked part-time in radio broadcasting. He knew he was going to be leaving the area soon and suggested I apply for his position. I didn't get it, but some months later, a letter arrived from the station offering me a part-time Saturday job, which led to a night shift full-time job and later prime afternoon and early evening. That led to managing a small startup station, which led to a phone call from a friend I had known for years who had gotten me interested in serious audio recording. Don called one day and said, I just felt compelled to call you. 
I can hear him as clearly as if he said it yesterday. He had no idea I was looking for a job change. The Lord did. That was nearly 50 years ago. In that time, I purchased the business from him, expanded it, and until COVID days, we had the privilege of working with people in a four-state area primarily and beyond two special events in Europe and Scandinavia. During those early years, we started listening to a radio broadcast from Oklahoma. A unique voice would declare at the beginning of each of them, God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Noah Hutchings was bound to become a great friend and mentor to us over the years following until his passing to glory. We were privileged to serve with him on the board of Southwest Radio Church, and we have continued to do so for more than 30 years. Maybe you are among the many we have gotten to meet at some of the conferences over the years. With the recent change in broadcast leadership, these podcasts have become our latest opportunity to speak for the Lord. This is just one more change in life that a gracious Lord provided before we even had time to think about it. I can honestly say God has been very good to us. Experiences abound that we wouldn't trade for anything. If I sound like I'm bragging, I am. I'm bragging on the Lord's goodness. Life hasn't been perfect, and I certainly haven't been either, but we don't get to pick and choose many of the events that make up our lives. Jody and I never expected to lose our daughter to cancer when she was in her 40s. It wasn't something we would have asked for. Someday, as the old song says, he'll make it plain to me. Someday when I his face shall see. Much more recently, I have come face to face with a similar situation, and we are trusting the Lord for his wisdom in the days ahead. Those future days, we trust, will soon include the sound of that special shofar trumpet that will call to get the attention of all believers in Jesus as we are called home to meet him in the air. Let me challenge you to sit down and write your life history. Include some things your friends and even your family might not know. But most of all, include the account of the day you came face to face with the understanding that if you didn't ask Jesus to save you, you realized you weren't going to have a pleasant eternity. Tell how you passed from death to life when you accepted Jesus' gift of salvation. Since, as Romans 10:17 tells us, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, we have the incredible opportunity to share with others the greatest message anyone could ever tell. In that same chapter, verse 13, we read, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now here's a question to ponder who might be the whosoever you meet today. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he 
is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sins.